What's up guys? I know, I know, I'm a dickhead. I said I would release an episode every weekend, every week, sorry, and I haven't done that. For good reason though, for a good reason, because I have been busy finishing up the preparation and also the running of the men's high performance camp, which you would have known all about if you were following me on my Instagram page. Anyway, first things first, you may have noticed that I am now on video and I thought maybe it'd be a good thing to show my face as I'm podcasting as I'm very handsy when I talk about things and even though right now I'm just talking to a wall, it's like having the hands and knowing that there's a camera recording kind of makes it a little bit more engaging and fun for me. So hi, welcome to the first video episode of my podcast. Anyway, I want to go through the high performance camp that I ran for these six men over the past weekend. It was my first camp and as many of you know, I was quite nervous going into it because it's not something I've ever done before and I only had this idea because I had a vision 12 to 16 weeks ago where I said to myself, I needed to stop traveling because I want to come home and run this for a group of guys and I plan to run more of them. Anyway, there were some amazing results that came from this camp. And many of them were, well, the guys felt much more relaxed. They were able to learn the benefits and power of meditation. They were able to learn the benefits of having emotional health and also learning to be in tune with their own thoughts and their feelings. But I believe... All of us know that that is very important in the grand scheme of the world, right? I don't think any of us would struggle with the idea that not just men, but anyone would benefit from being more aware of their thoughts and more aware of their emotions. So instead, for my recap today, I want to talk about four things that stood out to me during this camp that had nothing to do with me running the camp and the content. It was more just my observations of what was happening while I was there. The first point I want to raise is that men need other There's a certain energy and atmosphere that's created when you put a bunch of boys together and you give them the space and the time to bond over something. It's different to when you put guys and girls in the same place. It's different to when you put a lot of girls in the same place. When you put guys in the same place and you give them time to develop rapport with each other, it becomes playful, it becomes challenging, it becomes warm, it becomes safe. It's a very nurturing and energy-filling environment for a lot of these guys. And the way we get there is quite interesting because it's not about icebreakers. I think those are incredibly lame. I think they're awkward as shit and they don't work for anyone. An icebreaker actually makes the ice worse. So one of the first things that I did when everyone arrived at the camp was I sent everybody out for a run and I ran with them. I sent every single person out for a run and the goal was to run as a pack. Some of these guys had run in the past so it was not too difficult but some of these other guys had never run frequently in their lives. So suddenly, I'm asking them to run 20 minutes straight off the bat. They haven't even had time to bond. They've just arrived. 
Because I forced them to do that together and it was 32 degrees with bright sun, everyone had already started doing something hard. And after they finished the run where nobody left anyone behind, after they finished this run, they then went into a bodyweight circuit and they all worked out together. And then they went to a chin-up challenge, which they all did together. And one of the exercises was to support your partner if they couldn't get up on the bar. By the end of that one hour of training, these guys were joking around, they were playing around, they were giving each other banter, and they were just much more willing to engage and create friendship. And that's because I believe that a lot of men will bond better when they know that other men are doing the same things as them. I don't believe that, it, from my observations, right, as a coach, having held group classes many, many, many times, and being in largely male-predominant hobbies like fighting, when you put guys together and all they're asked to do is chat and just bond, it doesn't fucking work. It doesn't work. There's some, there's some sort of barrier there. But if you put them into a group class, you get them boxing, get them running, get them swimming, get them doing something. In the process of doing that, they will bond and talk and joke with each other. And it's that that keeps the bonding alive. It is not an icebreaker thing. It is not me telling them, hey, tell each other, tell me one thing about yourself and tell me one interesting thing about yourself. Tell me what you... That's incredibly boring. It's manufactured and it's not organic. But when you put them in a hard position and they start doing things, they're going to be like, oh, bro, this is hard. And everyone else is like, oh, shit, bro, yeah, but I got you, I got you, we got this together. That's how you get guys to bond. That's how it works. So by two hours in, they hadn't even really met each other before. By two hours in, they were already forming a pack. And me, I'm standing at the back watching, just happily, because my theory came alive. But that was exactly what they needed. And that is exactly how I think a lot of men would benefit in a bonding situation. The next thing I want to say is, if you give a guy the right environment to talk, they will talk plenty. I really dislike the dialogue around how men don't talk. I have been around men my entire life. Most of my friends are guys. I would say that 90% of all my relationships are male. I have 10% that are women. And every single one of these guys talks. Every single one of these guys is able to talk a lot, actually. And the question is, why are they able to talk so much when apparently men don't talk? I, and it, it's across all ages. I have got all ages of men to talk. And that's because fundamentally, I understand how to get a man to talk. Men talk when they are relaxed. Men talk when it's not about talking. And I know that seems ridiculous, but you cannot get a man to talk if you ask him to talk. His talking is a byproduct of something. You guys are doing something and then 
is going to start talking. For example, when you're sitting by a campfire and everybody's just watching the fire going, oh wow, this is fucking cool, people start talking. It might, the conversation isn't, how do you feel today? It's not like that. The conversation is more like, bro, that fire is fucking rad, but shit, man, that makes me feel good. After all that hard work I did, after all the running, I thought I wasn't going to make it. That's how the conversation goes with a lot of guys. It's about a thing or you're doing a thing first. And then afterwards, they will open up and start talking about the things that actually bother them. You can't rush and manufacture the genuine, organic, soul conversation that you want guys to have. And you can't do it by saying, hey guys, we're here to talk about your feelings. No one's going to, not many guys will do that. Even me. Sorry, I just burped. Even me, where my verbal skills are quite high, I know I'm articulate. If you ask me to talk about my feelings, I've got to sit there and be like, huh, how am I going to go about this? But if you put me in a kickboxing training session, Muay Thai, running, I could probably talk and tell you about it as I'm doing it. As I'm running, oh man, that was fucking shit. Yeah, that food didn't feel very good. You know what I mean? So... Fundamentally, I believe that the dialogue has to change. Instead of thinking men don't talk, we should be thinking how do we create the right environment to encourage the conversations that we want. I believe there's also something called the shed where there's a shed and guys come and build things or whatever. And within the shed, the building process is what allows them to bond but also to talk about their whatever problems they're having, right? Same, same, same thing. They're doing something. The next thing that I want to talk about is guys being vulnerable. Again, this is something that is talked about so much. Guys need the permission to be vulnerable, blah, 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 blah. Look, I don't think it's wrong but I don't think that guys have a problem being vulnerable either. I don't think it's as bad as people say it is because within the first 24 hours of these boys meeting, they were opening up about their feelings. They were, some of them were breaking down and sharing very tender moments in front of us. Repet repetitively, and more than once. And they never knew each other. None of these guys knew each other. So again, the question is, how did we get that to happen? And I believe we got that to happen because we had a lot of guys who understood, understood what we needed to do when a guy was opening up about his troubles. You see, when a guy is crying in front of me, I understand that feeling. I understand that it is painful it is, it feels quite revealing and naked. But I can tell you what I don't like. In that moment, I hate when somebody comes up to me and starts trying to console me. I hate when somebody comes up to me during those tender moments and tries to give me a hug or make me feel like it's okay, it's okay, let it out, blah, blah, blah. I don't think it's a bad thing, but... I don't believe that most guys respond that way. I don't believe that when a guy's opening up about things, 
you go up to him and said, okay, hey baby, it's okay. Tell me how you're feeling. I don't believe that works with guys. I believe most of the time what works the best is allowing them to just be that and being with them and not making a big deal out of it and not trying to console them and allowing them to just sit and be with their emotions. Because that's exactly what happened with these guys. We were sitting all around the table and when one of us would open up about some sort of difficulty and the tears might start flowing, none of us did anything. We sat with him, we understood his pain and at the end of it, we just said, thanks man. Like, thanks for sharing that. That was it. We didn't try and pat him on the back. We didn't try and or hug him and we didn't try and cheer him up. Nothing. We respected his pain and we allowed him to sit in silence with us and at the end of it he was fine when a man is vulnerable it's a very interesting space because it's although it can be quite on appearance quite uncomfortable I think I can speak for a lot of guys when we say I don't need you to hold me I don't need you to comfort me, okay? Just let me do this. Let me process here. Please don't make a big deal out of it. I don't want the stress. I don't need you to try and make me feel better. I can do that for myself. Just allow me to be. And because we're all guys, we all understood that. And we let it happen. And we didn't mess with it. And so over the, the next two days, it happened and we allowed it the exact same way. And that's why I think ultimately everyone became very comfortable revealing their emotions because none of us made a big deal out of it. And that's, those are my recaps, really, from the high performance camp. I believe that the benefit of the camp will last them a lifetime. Not only for the skills they've learned, but because of the relationships that they've built with the guys in that camp. It was phenomenal what was happening in front of my eyes from day zero to day three. These guys had really formed something together. And every night we would sit by a campfire and talk to each other about nothing. About nothing that was even remotely important. We were talking about stars and aliens one night. And that was great. But other nights, we were talking about love. We were talking about family. We were talking about career. We are talking about our values, religion, things that matter to us. And all of this in just three days. And that's the power of bringing a group of guys together with intention and purpose. We are able to do things and feel things that maybe people in a decade have never felt before. They haven't given themselves the permission to feel that. And so if you're interested in the next men's high performance camp, I have the dates for you. It will be held from May 24 to hold on. Yep, May 24 to 27. Okay, that's May 24 to 27. If you're interested, Keep in touch with my Facebook page or my Instagram page because I will be releasing details there. Thanks, guys. See you on the next episode.